So my wife is a member of the Palapa. My wife. My wife. <laughs> my Although wife, she's my never wife. listened to a single episode. No. <laughs> and, <laughs> but she saw that post. It like alerted on her Facebook or whatever because she's part of the group. And uh, she was like, did you tell the story <laughs> of me puking on the bus? <laughs> no. I was like. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> and then she listened to it. She was like, okay, that wasn't that bad. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I know. I know. It's not that bad. Yeah. It was mostly I can avoid too many. <laughs> 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 We've talked a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Still funny. Uh, All righty. Well, I think I'm good here. I got my glass of red. All right. Uh, I don't. I'm not drink anything right now. Last time no. I drank a white claw, it gave me a headache the next day. No. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I had like a mini hangover from a white claw. One white claw gave you a hangover. Claw. It was oh. yeah, I'm I'm not proud to say that. I won't tell anybody. Right. We won't put that on the episode. <laughs> the cold open. When I was little we found a man. He looked like like butcher. The old women in the village crossed themselves and whispered crazy things, strange things. El diablo cazador de hombres. Only in the hottest years this happens. And this year it grows hot. We begin finding our man. We found them sometimes without their skin and sometimes much, much worse. El que hace trofeos de los hombres means the demon who makes trophies of man. Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi classic Cazador. I mean, Predator, one minute at a time. I'm John Zabriskie. And I'm El Diablo. I mean... Jeff Glover. <laughs> El Diablo. El Diablo. Welcome in. I mean, bienvenidos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm mixing up all my languages today. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're talking minute 65 of Predator. Minute 65 opens with Mac. 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 Breaking off a razor on his face and it ends with Dutch looking at Anna Anna after she has told them what she was talking about in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that when this minute ends, like the music ramps up perfectly oh. to the rack focus on, uh, on Dutch. And then the minute ends like kind of perfectly. Yeah, it is great. It's as if like, this is when the next commercial break is supposed to happen or yeah, it's the commercial break room moment. That's exactly right. Yeah, I, I yeah, really enjoy how sometimes these minutes just end like on a nice break. Like it's yeah. time to move on to the next thing. She said her piece. He's given her the look. Huh? Mm-hmm. And now it's time for some action. But <laughs> before we get there, let's talk in the first part of the minute, the first seven or so seconds. What's happening here, Jeff? Ooh, well, carry over from last minute. We got Mac is still Mac. 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 digging that razor into his face. So hard that it snaps. Snaps. Yeah. 
snaps. <laughs> and then he just looks over at Dylan. 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 Uh, who continues to stare at Mac. 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 And that's the end. And uh, I really thought there'd be a little more blood here on his face. Yeah, me too. The way they are starting to sell it with like in the previous minute with the razor pressing down and the blood starting to kind of ooze out of the razor. I thought there's going to be like a good welt of blood right there, but no, yeah. it's, it's kind of little. Yeah. It, I'm also surprised. Cause like if I cut myself shaving, it'll be like the tiniest Nick and it just looks like a goddamn horror movie in my bathroom. There's like blood on the sink, on the mirror, all over the razor, <laughs> all over that toilet paper where you're trying to like blot it off, blot yeah, it off, like, blot it off. I got like a three squares of toilet paper, like stuck to my face. <laughs> That's what the rest of this movie needs with Mac. It needs like that dressing that Blaine has on his arm after he's shot by a bullet. And it's what he needs on his face. Just All the rest of the scenes have a half piece of a toilet paper stuck to Mac's Can cheek. I have some fun? Can I have some fun? <laughs> the Predator's like, whoa. Like I, that, that guy did some damn something took him out first before I got him. Like, shaving accident. I mean, you press so hard, the thing snaps. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Have you ever pressed so hard on one of those cheap Bic razors that it breaks? No. Mm, With those cheap Bic razors, I'm always trying to be as gentle as possible so it doesn't, you know, rip the hair out from the pores of my face. Yeah. It's single blade. And why is the razor bright blue? Come on, Mac. If you're going <laughs> to shave in the jungle, have like, you know, a military green. Well, that's so that we could sell it later in a prepackaged novelty toy. <laughs> right on Forces of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also oh. surprised here by the lack of emotion lack. shown on, uh, lack. Mac. Shown on uh, Dylan's face. Dylan! Dylan. Uh, <laughs> He just sort of like, this is odd behavior first for him to be shaving, period. Two, he's shoving this thing into his cheek hard enough to draw blood. And Mac is looking at him, or excuse me, Dylan's looking at him just like, I don't know, like he's just (laughs) twiddling his thumbs or something. Yeah, it's it's almost like he's uh, just kind of looking at him for the sake of looking at him. Just like, well, there's nothing else to look at. I'm just going to look at Mac shaving. Look at Mac. <laughs> it's like TV. Mac. <laughs> Mac. Look at Mac dig this razor into his jowl. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you want to dive really deep into like maybe the meaning of Dylan's look here, maybe it's more related. Dylan. Maybe Dylan, it's more related Dylan. to him just figuring out that the. the Parts of the team are freaking out that he, he's not really sure what's going to happen next. And he's so used to being in control of situations that this yeah. is his own way of dealing. Just kind of giving a little thousand yard stare, a little mini, maybe like a 50 yard stare. It's kind of like when your toddler is throwing a big tantrum and you just sort of like stare emotionless <laughs> at them while they do it. Can't wait till that time. react more swiftly or react more uh, emotionally, but... At a certain point, you don't have anything left. <laughs> nope. You just got nothing left. You just... <laughs> you just watch them roll on the ground and slam their fists. It's going to my happy place now. Yeah. You just watch <laughs> Mac dig a razor into his cheekbone. <laughs> oh, poor Mac. Oh, Mac. 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 But Mac does have some self-awareness to look over at Dylan after he realizes Dylan. he just broke this... Dylan. Broke Dylan. this on his face. Yeah, he does. Maybe he he realizes in that moment, what? Wait, what am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. What the hell is going on? Where the hell am I? Who are you? Yeah, what? <laughs> who are these people? 
So, uh, all right. So Mac breaks the razor, draws a little blood here. We get a funny look from uh, Dylan. Dylan. And, Dylan. and uh, then we get the monologue, which is yeah. the centerpiece of this minute. Yeah, I, I thought a few minutes ago when Mac is talking to the moon or Mac, talking to Blaine, the dead body Blaine, mm-hmm. before he stabs the pig, I thought that was the longest monologue. This might be it or might be matching it. Mm. Yeah, it goes on for the whole rest of this minute pretty much a good 45 seconds or so yeah it's it's a good chunk of time and if anna is giving a monologue do you call it an analog Ooh, i think you do <laughs> i think you just did i think i just coined a phrase <laughs> coined a phrase coined a phrase <laughs> chill all right everyone chill <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, analog. That's beautiful. Oh, I think ooh. you might need to to monologue uh, her lines here. Yeah, I'll give the analog no problem. You can play Dutch, because <laughs> um, <laughs> Dutch has some good silent head acting here. Which yeah, will you come across admit. nicely on the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you're going to do is you're going to look away until I say, until I start to say, if you notice, it's toward the end of the analog that he starts to look at her, but it's not like a snap head movement. It's very, very gradual, very slow, glacial yeah. almost. About second <laughs> 35, he starts to give her that slow head turn, almost like a Michael Myers head turn or mm-hmm. like a Jason head turn. Like I'm just over the next... 19 seconds or so i'm just going to slowly turn and take in what you say looking at her the whole time and she is just looking straight ahead she's giving her own thousand yard stare with some blood still on her face wash your face Anna. Anna. (laughs) yeah get yourself a a wet nap (laughs) (laughs) yeah no kidding get mac a wet nap too while we're at it oh god yeah he needs a couple (laughs) oh my gosh maybe that's a running theme in this minute we just didn't notice it till now that people have blood on their face hmm. what do you think it time. means um they keep, <laughs> they keep on hurting their face <laughs> the face is like a weak part of the human the predator's gonna remember that go for the face now okay <laughs> for us going for the body okay okay <clears throat> here's a dramatic line reading of anna anna's ding when i was little we found a man. He looked like, like butchered. The old women in the village crossed themselves and whispered crazy things, strange things. El Diablo Cazador de Hombres. Only in the hottest years this happens. And this year, it grows hot. We begin finding our men. We found them sometimes without their skin and sometimes much, much worse. El Casador Trofeo de los Hombres means the demon who makes trophies of men. And scene. Na na na. Did you catch my slow turn to the camera when you that finished your? That was great. Your- yeah, oh, the air really. You know, I really took that, and I could tell with the air moving against the mic, like exactly where you slash Dutch were coming into the frame. <laughs> Excellent analog. Well, very well done. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> Gracias. Now, we uh, are getting some backstory here, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Some suspicious backstory. Yeah. So apparently, 
This is a, a fable, a tale, a, or a memory she has um, from her village as a young girl. Am I am I understanding that correctly? That's that's what I'm catching too. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. So we're to understand that this is not just a fluke visit. That the the predator or predators mm-hmm. like to visit this location um, several times over the last several decades. Apparently, only when it's hot. Mm-hmm. And this year, it grows hot. Yeah, mm. and I, I noticed this is the first time I really notice when she's um when she's laying out her analog like it really seems suspicious like all this knowledge that she has had and not told the rest of the team about before now um that might have saved their lives or might have kept her possibly more safe Mm -hmm. Um, because she says we begin finding our men i take that to mean we begin finding our men like see like just this last season um sometimes without their skin sometimes much much worse as in like they as a gorilla group have been coming across skin bodies or much, much worse uh, conditioned bodies because of the predator. And she is not bringing it up until just now. Oh, so you think in the the second half of the analog, she's talking about the present time or Mm -hmm. recent past. Yes. When when she says we began finding our men, that's my guess. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible. Because because of her lead in here, she says only in the hottest years this happens, and this year it grows hot. Right. Then she starts. She says this year, and then she says we begin finding our men. So to me, that's bridging the gap from past to present, where they're mm-hmm. sitting in a very ball sweaty hot summer right now, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the predator can sense that, can maybe smell that, like ooh, predator smells like land. I need to kill off some of these demon men. Oh, it's hot as balls in this jungle. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> when the predator's not even wearing pants, right? The predator's wearing fishnets. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing fishnets. He's like, give me some some uh, baby powder, Jesus. I'm chafing. <laughs> I need some dryness stats. I need some antiperspirant. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's an interesting take and uh, not one that I uh, thought of when I first read through the analog. But now that you say that, um, I'm on board. I think that makes sense. And you're right. The way she leads into it kind of transitions from talking about the past to the present. That makes sense. So I th- I think you're onto something. Yeah. And uh, because this is minute by minute, I have to really nitpick her Spanish here or this, not her Spanish. Let's be honest. It's the screenwriter's Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, she is essentially, she's saying, the demon who makes trophies of men comes from the phrase El Cazador Trofeo de los Hombres. But if you look there and you look at the previous statement where she says El Diablo Cazador de Hombres, you can kind of see where she's coming up with that meaning where it's more likely to be something along the lines of El Diablo Trofeo de los Hombres. But even then, that's like combining nouns in Spanish. It's mm-hmm. not something that's saying that like El Cazador... Ase trofeos de los hombres. That would be more um, accurate because that you're saying it's making the trophies, which would be Ase or from the Aser. Uh, and um, Reddit does a good job of arguing over what she's saying. And so I'm going to take this Reddit post from seven years ago. I forget the actual person. Uh, they says, they says, they says, actually it translates to, so what she's saying actually it translates to the hunter trophy of men because whoever wrote it in Spanish got the syntax all wrong. Probably has a very rudimentary understanding of Spanish grammar and syntax. El demonio que hace trofeos de los hombres. 
is the correct translation for the demon who makes trophies of men. I translate for a living, by the way. So nice little hmm. dig at the end of the Reddit tours expertise. Very nice. Thanks, Reddit. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Reddit. And there wasn't even like a link to some weird porn at the end of the comment. So that's good. Oh, there was. And that was like a lot of research I did on the side just to <laughs> took, took, a, took a couple for the team there, if you will. Okay, that's good. I'm just <laughs> making sure Reddit is still Reddit. Perfect. But it was predator theme. So, you know, he kind of went with it. Ooh, mm, sexy. Mm. <laughs> Fish nuts. <laughs> a lot of bulging muscles. I think I just watched that's The Predator. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I just rewatched this movie, actually. <laughs> well, that's not porn. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. All right. So, analog. That's about. Sorry. <laughs> I was about to go on to the next thing and I looked and scrolled down the notes and there's no next thing. There's no next thing. That's that's kind of the end in terms of this minute. It's her analog and Mac breaking a razor on his face. Uh, But like you said before, we do have a lot of backstory of the hunter's appearances here. Like we learned that this is not a one-time deal in that um, she and probably others from her guerrilla camp or from the area have experienced this before and it's it's interesting how something like this this kind of ghost story she's telling can really be localized and not get out and makes sense because it's right in the jungle it's insulated uh, so the, even the local people who are keeping tabs on the gorillas are not necessarily going to know what what's going on down there or what people are experiencing and man this would have been a great place to have like a little tv tropes of like ghost stories that they're telling about the monster in the horror movie but i didn't have anything prepared so maybe next minute it is tropey like to have the person say oh there's this fable or this uh this story from my village or my people about this Mm -hmm. thing that happened many many years ago that uh you know kind of echoes what's happening currently in the in the story or the film Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's a thing that happens in horror movies all the time. You know, mm-hmm. you can even think about like, you know, 80s slashers movies where they, they talk about, oh, you know, 50 years ago, this person died, you know, in this exactly. particular way. And, uh, and then, of course, on a night. Yeah, on just night, like tonight, just like tonight, yeah, <laughs> in a balls hot summer, just like this balls hot summer, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, we get a little bit of that trope here. Um, but it's not uh, it's not forced, and I, I think it works pretty well. You know, it, it it doesn't you don't roll your eyes at it when it happens because it you're sort of hungry if you're watching this film for the first time. You're hungry for information. Yes, right? we've, we've still only seen the predator a couple times, really, mm-hmm. and so to hear her give a, just a little bit more information, a little backstory, just give you a little something else to try to fill in what's going on. Um, as an audience member, you're excited about it. You're you're eating it up. How, how do you think Panchito is feeling about now if he's hearing Anna on his lines? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we haven't seen Poncho in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's a reason. I think he'd just be like the most scared person you've ever seen. Just be pooping his pants right now. <laughs> yeah, he'd be standing behind her, kind of going. What did you hear? What she said? Do you hear what she said? She just said, and he'd be like pacing back and forth. He'd be the game. He's he's basically the game over man, right? Game over man. What good's chopper gonna do us anyhow? Shitload of good a chopper's gonna do us in here anyhow. Game over, man. It's game over. Right? Yeah. 
We, you know, we, what we failed to mention was this uh, pretty great rack focus, right? Rack. At, rack. Right at the end of the minute, as the music cue kind of ramps up, we get this great slow rack focus right back onto Dutch's face. And Arnold's got a real nice mean mug here staring over at her. Um, it's kind of funny. The first thing I thought of when they did that rack focus to his face is he looks like Arnold from, I don't know why I thought this, but he looks like Arnold from Total Recall. Come on, Cohagen, you got what you want. Give these people air. That huh. just looks like a Total Recall face to me for some reason. I don't know why. But that's the first thing I thought of when it rack focused to his really still kind of scowling face. Probably because in Total Recall, he's always trying to like figure out who's duping him or who's telling the truth. Yeah. It's, it's very much that furrowed that's uh, it. Brow. Yeah, he's he's got that inquisitive face, like un like not quite sure if he's believing what he's hearing, mm-hmm. but also listening and trying to puzzle it out, which is sort of his you're right, his demeanor all through total recall, except when he's pulling shit out of his nose with some pliers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good movie. Good movie. Good talk about mm. there you go, that movie. Um yeah, I would I would agree. Just total trying to understand what's going on, trying to process all this and maybe trying to figure out the next step, like hoping, (laughs) hoping this works out, but maybe even doubting his own uh, plans to, to thwart the predator. Uh, Did we talk about the music at all? I I feel like we had, we we mentioned the music kind of ramping up at the end. I feel like I really should bring it back around here to. Yeah, please do. uh, Yeah. So in in the minute you hear the I, I I'm guessing is a mixture of flutes and strings to create this suspenseful sound that mm-hmm. we've heard similar sounds when the team has been discussing the fate of uh, Blaine and Hawkins, for example, when Dylan is saying like they did the same thing to Hopper. Hopper, what? the same thing to Jim Hopper. I hear kind of like a more intense version of this, but if you want to connect this to a a time earlier in the minute or earlier in the movie, uh, look way, way back. Minute 17 is where they find the skin bodies of Hopper. And his team, they have this kind of grim discovery not suspenseful, not quite hugely suspenseful music back then, but just this da-na-na. kind of music mm. right then and there, way back when, like I said, minute 17. And they, uh, this music here, I feel like matches that way back then because she's talking about the skin bodies. Just bodies. Just bodies. Just bodies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, didn't catch that throwback, but now that you say that, um, that makes sense. That sounds familiar. Um, and I like that connection between the two kind of similar points in the story. Mm-hmm. So once again, Alan Silvestri and uh, McTiernan are uh, doing a very nice job of uh, kind of pulling the strings on the audience as well as playing the strings of the symphony. Whoa. Hey. What I nice. Just did. <laughs> Look what you just did. <laughs> Mark it oh, down. Awesome. Put it in the paper. Put it in the paper. That That's a, a plus on the film paper. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the red wine talking. 
<laughs> red, red wine. Hmm. Um, nothing going on with the John Mc commentary. He's just uh, he's completely silent during the analog. So I'm going to skip over that. Hmm. Um, the script difference is Anna Anna while they're waiting for the trap to be sprung. She's just having more of this trap kind of not funny, but like uh, a little bit of humor, a little bit of dark humor uh, conversation with Dutch. Um, do you want to do a dramatic line read of the conversation I put in there? Oh, uh, for the from the original script? Yeah, from the original script. Oh, so, sure. Okay. Yeah, this is like, yeah, just it's totally out of time. It's out of place, but we found a place for it. Okay, and I'm going to be, um, who is this person they have named as <laughs> Matheny? Matheny is the original Eesh. name of Dutch in the script. So oh, Anna stays the same. name. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you ready? I'm ready. So this is Arnold voice. Yeah. Okay. It's all Arnold voice. Uh, Arnold, for you, Arnold not for voice. Me. Okay. I'm Anna Anna. So uh, dramatic lion read. Ding. Ding. Funny, isn't it? We're meant to be killing each other. If we beat this thing tomorrow. When we beat this thing. Can you find your way back? Back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... How will you explain that away? How will you explain any of this? It won't be easy. Smiles. Imagine the reports in triplicate. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Anna. Love me lucky, Anna. If they don't lock us up. <laughs> and scene. Ding. Ding. <laughs> So the, this conversation is interesting in that originally, yeah, as we're seeing, like he he is well, you don't we see it in here in the script where we wouldn't say that part out loud, but um, no, yeah, when she says when we beat this thing, Dutch studies the jungle quietly, like saying, "Can you find your way back?" He's intending just to let her go back, mm-hmm. although what she's going back to, I'm not really sure. Maybe he's trusting he'll find her way. She's he's trusting she'll find her way back to her original people somehow her, her original gorilla squad somewhere, maybe a different gorilla squad, but yeah, just, yeah. just interesting choice to leave that out of um, the conversation here at this point in the it's movie. So kind of a weird, uh, kind of a strange thing to plug into this conversation. Like Anna, Anna has a <laughs> understanding of like complicated bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. All the red tape you have to yeah, go through. And it's like, Oh, all these forms you got to fill out in triplicate. <laughs> like she's filled out all sorts of triplicate forms in her life. <laughs> Living in the jungle. <laughs> Real out of place. Yeah, I can imagine. But if you remember the uh, the gorilla camp they took down had a lot of paperwork in that one palapa. Oh, that's true. Maybe <laughs> you're right. Savannah <laughs> Lake Dorson. He's trying to wade his way through all the triplet forms. Like, damn it, I need the pink copy. Ah, <laughs> don't Dutch you knock, understand? Knock you keep the white copy. <laughs> you send the yellow. Knock, <laughs> knock. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so that's probably a good edit there. Good cut, as usual. Yeah, just her telling her story and making Panchito crap his pants. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Game over, man. Game over, man. <laughs> well, have we done it now? We've done it. We do I it feel now. satisfied with 65. Yeah. I can't drive. 
Oh, that's 65. 55. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. All right. Well, are we into weekly recommends? We're doing it. We're recommending Ooh. things as we speak. Okay. Well, I'll jump right in. Do it. I'm going to recommend something that's a very obvious recommend that uh, if people are interested in this, I'm sure they've already started watching it. But if for some reason you're on the fence about watching The Irishman on Netflix, the new Scorsese film that dropped about a week ago, please do yourself a favor. Hesitate no more. Watch The Irishman. I know it's three and a half hours. However, break it up. Watch an hour a night for three nights like my wife and I did. And we'll be pleasantly entertained all three nights. It is wonderful. It's so fun to see all these actors working together. Joe Pesci comes back and just gives uh, one hell of a performance. And um, Scorsese still got it, man. He's good. And I started. We started watching this movie, and I was ten minutes in, and I turned to my wife and I was like, "I love this movie. We have to." keep on watching this until you know until it's done night after night and uh yeah it's fantastic have you uh watched the irishman yet i have not watched the irishman yet Mm. i'm still just watching a bunch of star wars yeah (laughs) (laughs) um well if you if you need a break watch the irishman it's like you know it's kind of scorsese like goodfellas casino style but a little more mature um a little more uh well paced like i said it is long but it's telling an epic story and so there's nothing that says you have to watch the whole thing in one sitting so break it up you know treat it like a mini series and um it is one hell of an accomplishment it's quite the film so hmm. I can't recommend it enough. It was, it's great. Cool. Is uh, Pesci giving your favorite performance in that movie? Man, he is, he's lights out. Yeah, he's really, really good. Um, it's hard to choose because, you know, he's in it. Um, Pacino is great. He plays Jimmy Hoffa and De Niro is De Niro and he's fantastic too. Um, but it's so fun to see Joe Pesci because he like went into retirement, right? And he hasn't made a movie in, I don't know, 20 years or something. Mm-hmm came out of retirement um, after Scorsese badgered him for years to do this project and so it's just so fun to see him back on screen again and he hasn't lost anything so uh, yeah I think he's my my favorite actor character to watch in this film for that reason Um, Hmm. just I've always loved him as an actor so it's really fun to see him back 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's my recommend watch The Irishman on Netflix awesome yeah Irishman Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you got? What are you recommending this week? Ah, oh, jeez, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I've just been watching Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, this will be our <laughs> third week in a row recommending Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Quite an enjoyable, enjoyable game, enjoyable adventure. Pretty good. Pretty good. I will be recommending a book. Hey, a it's book. been a while. I think since uh, anybody recommended a book. <laughs> anybody recommended a book? But I'll recommend the history of the ancient world from the earliest accounts to the fall of Rome by Susan Wise Bauer, written in 2007. It's wow. uh, this great look at ancient history through just a really easily read 
digestible um, series of chapters that focus for a few pages on what exactly is happening in a civilization at a given point in time. And then it jumps across the globe or to a different civilization and talks about what's happening at that same exact time for a few pages. Then it jumps back to a different civilization. So you'll be going from like India to Greece to China to Mesoamerica, just learn all about the different civilizations going on concurrently. And it starts with like the first writing really um, in Sumerian times uh, in ancient Mesopotamia and then goes from there. It's something I read as a supplemental to the Mm -hmm. students I teach sometimes because as a sixth grade social studies teacher, I really focus on ancient world history, which is by far my favorite subject. Um, And this is a great book to accompany that or just to teach yourself something about the roots of ancient law codes or the pharaohs or like I said, what's going on in Middle America at the in the ancient times, which we don't really study a lot, but it's cool to learn those things too. Hmm, that's awesome. So you check know, out the history of the ancient world by Susan Wise Bauer. I wish I could go back in time and uh, take your sixth grade uh, world history class because I don't remember learning such cool stuff like that when I was in school. So I, I don't. I don't really either. Cool. I. I don't remember any <laughs> ancient world history from school until yeah. I think maybe one high school class and then a few college classes because I was really enthralled with it. Very nice. All right. Very academic. Academic recommend. Hey, thanks. And uh, it's as as bulky as that book kind of sounds. It is definitely written at like. <laughs> my kind of speed where I just don't have a lot of time so I can read like a little section for a few minutes a day and like I've I feel like I've learned something and it's yeah. also she, she'll, she'll Susan Weisbauer will put a, occasional little humorous bits in there too like kind of obvious things or like upon you know reflecting with our 2020 hindsight then she'll point out something like that they should have seen coming possibly <laughs> nice so that sounds like right up my alley uh yeah bite-sized nuggets <laughs> yeah yeah mm, bite-sized nice. nuggets all right so jeff where can people find you around Ooh. the world well i'm still on the twitter mm-hmm. uh f- tweeting occasionally about uh, the seattle seahawks as we are 10 and 2 having a uh, unex- or yeah, unexpectedly uh, fantastic season. So uh, come follow me there for tweets and retweets of uh, other Seahawks Twitter content and uh, occasionally some uh, film posts and uh, reviews and things. Although I've been a little light on the Twitter lately. I'll, I'm going to try to get back on there and uh, post some th- more things. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Carl underscore Hungus 314. Jeff Glover on the Twitter sphere. My name is Carl. I should be an expert. Awesome. Awesome. And you will find Predator Minute on the Twitter. On the Twitter? On the Twitter sphere. Um, at Predator Minute. You can join the conversation on Facebook at the Predator Minute listeners Palapa. Mm-hmm. A lot of good posts lately. So hop on there. Say something. If you hear something, say something. (laughs) That's our motto here at Predator Minute. And you can also email the show any of your favorite recommends coming up for the holidays like we've talked about before. Give the listeners, you know, some other ideas of what to watch or read or listen to or wear on your feet, Ultra Boost style, um, over the coming holidays. And uh, for all things Predator Minute, I've been John Zabriskie. And I am Jeff Glover. I just realized I didn't give the email, did I? So the email is predatorminute at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, stick around. Stick around. Stick around. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. <laughs> I'm still filing the paperwork. <laughs>
It's all in triplicate. <laughs> you gotta take the pink copy and I keep the yellow copy. How many Sounds fucking times do I have to say it, Todd? <laughs> ah, nice little trip. Cheers. <laughs> hey, speaking of um, mm-hmm. uh, drinking, mm-hmm. hey, Zach's calling. Oh. Uh, Zach. Zach. You know, we'll see what Zach wants on the on the live show. Yeah, get him in here. It's, it's a call-in yeah. show now. Yeah, it's a call-in show. Uh, go ahead, Zach. W- what do you have for us? Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Zach from Washington. Uh, how are you doing? Our yeah. next caller. Reminder, this is an international program all the way from rainy Seattle. How are you doing the rain over there, Zach? <laughs> yeah, Zach, so uh, what, what's, what's your deal? What, what is going on, Zach? My girlfriend. I had a question about Amazon stuff because uh, so I was wondering A, if you're at your computer, and B, if you could search for an Amazon, a potential Amazon order. Because uh, I'm trying to track down this thing that I bought. I'm trying to find the sort of the proof of purchase. Checking my inbox. I realize that you're speaking, <laughs> Zach. Payment. Jeff can hear you, but you can't hear him. So Jeff is saying all these really inappropriate <laughs> things. <in my> ears. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, you're, oh, are you recording, not, Jeff? Not yeah, it's exactly. recording right now. You, you can't hear him because he's on my headphones. Oh, oh this, this whole time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said. That's not going on the recording. You didn't get the <laughs> part, did you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so that's why. Is that why you're doing the, oh, we have a guest caller calling in. Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought you were just like, I thought you were just like phony, like, this is what a radio station no. would do. No. Like, <laughs> oh, no. And the board just lit up with all that. <laughs> I have to take about five more calls and uh, to fill out a couple. Next forms. caller. Next caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next caller. Time. All right. Is, okay. there, is it there yet? No, but I, I will. I will. Uh, all right well thank you caller and i really hope you uh i actually realized that uh oh no it's all good this is even better than uh you know talking predator i'm gonna talk about uh, adult diapers all right all right all right take a you're welcome take that answer off the air thanks